0: Well, in today's show, we've got news about Flamingo Crossing, uh, membership magic, Disney Springs Super Saturday, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey pal. Hey. How you doing? Well, understanding that we have a ton of news we want to get through. Sure. I'm going to ask this question
1: knowing what the answer is. Oh boy. What'd you do Disney this weekend? (laughs) Uh, let's see, uh, f- uh, I'll give you the Reader's Digest version since we have a lot of news. Uh, Friday was at the Terra Tony Lounge. Right, right. And, uh, I'm always now afraid to go there because there's so many changes going on in my poor lounge. It Taking out couches, that new happens. menu. That happens. Anyway, so we were there for that, and then Saturday, I did this. Pate for the Sensei!
0: I didn't know you were a sensei.
1: Party for the sensei. <laughs> uh, so if we have time, we could talk about that. So uh, I have uh, some pros and cons to this. Um, Biggest pro? It's uh, it was fun. It there, there was some fun. There was uh some fun. There was some food. There was some great entertainment. Uh, I think the entertainment <laughs> exceeded some of the food and beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cons are they've made this way too many people. It had to be over 1,200 people, and the entire show place was filled with tables and people. It's, it's, its you know. They couldn't fit another person in there if they tried. I'm, wow. Th- and trust me, they'll they will try. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome.
0: Know. Welcome to party for the Senses, and yeah. they start shoehorning people in. Yeah,
1: and. It's not cheap. That's the other thing. Yeah, too. that's the thing. It's that, not for the weaker heart. You know, with those a
0: wallet, with those prices, should come mm-hmm. some exclusivity. Yeah, and I or don't intimacy. Think that, or yeah, I don't think something. you're getting that. I don't no. think you're getting that bang for your buck. No,
1: it's all been ripped out. And, but we can talk about yeah. that if we have some time yeah. later.
0: All right, uh, I didn't do anything really major. Uh, Disney this weekend. Spent a lot of time hanging out with my lovely wife. Uh, we celebrated my birthday weekend. So we just hung out. <clears throat> Did cool. some things, ate some food, mm, drove around Orlando a little bit, experienced the city, had some fun, that kind of stuff. Uh, cool. Just didn't didn't have a whole lot to do. It was great just to be able to sleep in and not have any place to be. It's almost like a little mini vacation. It was great. I think we really needed it. Staycation, a little staycation, and then uh, didn't sleep really well last night. So today I'm like, <clears throat> you know, um, but other than that, yeah, it was good. It's all good. I'm 48 today. Oh. Get up there, buddy. Two more years. Nice. Now, where do I get my AARP card? $55?
1: Uh i am not even sure. I've gotten some applications.
0: I, want to, I got an AARP card 20 years ago. <laughs> and I should have filled it out to see if I could start paying into their savings <laughs> program until they figure it out. Uh, Alright, so anything else you want to add before we get into it? Yeah. Alright, so without any further adieu, let's get into The news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Today's podcast is sponsored by Dreams by Design Travel. Dreams by Design wants your vacation to be a happy adventure where families can have fun together. They believe that a magical vacation begins with careful planning, and that is exactly what you will receive with this authorized Disney vacation planner. Remember, services are free, and make sure to tell your travel planner that the Disney Parks podcast sent you. So visit dreamsbydesigntravel.com today. Well, Flamingo Crossing is going to become more and more of a news item. Drove Mm. by there the other day. Oh, yeah. Wow. I saw this. Mm. They're adding 1,300 student housing type apartments. Uh, Permits have been filed for Flamingo Crossing East, which will see over 1,300 additional apartments added to the Disney-owned project, which already includes the 1,291 apartment housing area, Flamingo Crossings West, the 237,000, I guess 237,000 and missing a zero, mm. uh, square feet of retail space, and multiple hotels. Uh, I drove by there on uh, 429, and it's just building Mecca right now. Yeah, An engineering report included with the documents described Flamingo Crossing East as a one 1,323-unit uh, 1, multi-family apartment complex. Uh, complex on a 60.78 acre site which includes 4.84 acres of future commercial development end quote the development will be located just across uh, flamingo crossing boulevard directly to the east of flamingo crossing west which makes a lot of sense geographically Mm -hmm. uh, adjacent to state route 42 on its eastern side and western way on its northern side it will be under the jurisdiction of get this now Walt Disney World's Governing Body, Reedy Creek Improvement District. Mm. Those lucky, lust, lucky bastages.
1: So I was thinking about this. Do you think they're building this to replace the crossing that they're getting rid of? I would think
0: that they might be to alleviate some of that, uh, the crossing. And then they've got the the plus up stuff that they're doing at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think that that's a, a huge possibility. Uh, There's probably some other things in the works that we don't know about, Um, but yeah, they're getting ready to lose a lot of retail space over at the Crossing, so hopefully we'll see what happens. Hence the name, too. Right. You know. A geotechnical report describes a project consisting of new four-story student housing-type multifamily buildings with associated sports, recreational courts, community, and educational centers, swimming pool, paved driveways, bus, rideshare, pickup areas, and surface parking lots. The reference to student housing-type structures like, likely refers to Flamingo Crossing's plan to construct intern housing for cast members who are part of Walt Disney World's college program. So this is about to become one of the most secure areas on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same report also runs under the assumption that the, quote, housing buildings will be wood frame structures with interior elevators, end quote. I don't know why it's a big deal, but apparently it's a big deal. Hurricanes? Oh, yeah, that's right, hurricanes. I keep forgetting that we have hurricanes in the state. Uh if you've ever Ubered or lifted to uh, or as a driver to the certain places the Commons that, or Yeah, the places where the cast members live, which It's we a nightmare. It is a <laughs> horrible experience. Uh especially the first time. You just stop
1: the car in the middle shit get out.
0: Yeah, uh I made the mistake one time of pulling in. Mhm. I didn't know and uh, the guy in the back was was on his phone and didn't realize it was too late. Uh, and the security guy was not, and I repeat, yeah. not Mickey friendly. Yeah, no. And They're he not. was just like, park over like there. Company. I'm like, what? He's yeah. the park over there. I'm like, for what? I think search your car. I'm like, I'm like Pfft. not unless you're from a state-sanctioned agency, you're not. Yeah. You're not getting this car, pal. And uh, so he and I had some wads. Mm. Anyway, so that's great building up over there. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Next up, if you're a DVC member, there are some things that are coming up uh, that you may want to take advantage of if you're coming down here for the holidays. Uh, Later uh, this month in October, reservations will open up for two. Not one, but two. Woo, yeah. Disney Vacation Club holiday celebrations at Walt Disney World Resorts Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Uh, The Disney Vacation Club Holiday Dinner Party will take place December 24th from 3 to 5 p.m. in the Fantasia Ballroom at the Disney's Contemporary Resort. Gather around your private, custom-sized table for festive feasts during a celebration that includes photo ops. Yeah. With some of your favorite Disney characters. Sweet. If that's not enough and you're staying a little bit longer... For New Year's Eve, you can drop even more cash. Uh, it invites members and their guests to look ahead in 2019's exclusive fashion. Taking place on December 30th from 10 p.m. to midnight in the Fantasia lobby of the Porta Cachere at Disney's <laughs> Contemporary Resort. Uh, this is a vacation club. New Year's Eve dessert party includes light bites and desserts along with a DJ dance party, kids' activities, photo opportunities. With Pixar Pals, yeah, which includes the Incredibles Inside Out, Finding Nemo Up, and before attendees, enjoy the magic fireworks at the put to Beyond these culinary experiences, Disney Vacation Club members once again enjoy discounted tickets to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party on select dates a nine in November and five in December, as well as added bonuses. The Disney Vacation Club's Holding Mickey's Very Christmas Party tickets for an event date may enter the Magic Kingdom and get a jump start on everybody as early as 2 p.m. Wow. That's two hours before the event ticket people can come in. So, uh, you know, mark your calendar, probably the end of, probably you'll see something on the DVC member site uh when you can start booking these events it's going to happen towards the end of the month
0: nice excellent though
1: so. i won't be around for these in town bummer <laughs> i'll be gone bummer yeah hey uh last week john we had a trivia question and it was how many acres of california land did mr walt disney purchase in august of 1953 for the creation of disney land
0: uh, I know the real answer. I would have I would have said uh fifty seven. Okay. But that's
1: not the right answer. Okay. The correct answer was hundred and sixty acres at uh, four hundred at four thousand five hundred dollars an acre. And the winner is Brad H and Brad is in the mail. All right. This one is a little uh Disney slash not Disney. <laughs> This is more of a language lesson trivia question. All right. What does the word, now there's many, I've heard this said many different ways. I'm going to say it one way, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, anybody that knows the correct way. Mm-hmm. The tum-tums, or sum-sums, or. Mm-hmm. But what does that actually mean in Japanese?
0: Overpriced? Yes. Oh, Okay. Well,
1: it's overpriced when you put the Disney brand on. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, they're probably very uh, affordable. Uh, Very affordable. Everything but Disney. Yeah. Excellent. So, uh, we just got
0: done doing the live show for our Patreons. Uh, So, if you want to be a part of that, you can certainly join the Patreon community by visiting patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can visit us there you can also uh, uh get some more information about signing up and and to be a patreon all i have to do is just decide uh, what level of support you'd like to give the show each month uh, and then we give you exclusive ad free content exclusive video content as well as some new offers that we put up there and a lot of really cool things plus we do a free video show every monday night at 7 p.m before the live show different content and check that out uh and if you decide to do that uh, you could be one of the cool kids like brad Corey, daniel f daniel s david dustin ernie eva james jennifer kathy katie a katie g michael mike mike b ron ross sam willie tom will and other willie and before i finish up if they had an answer for the
1: trivia question did you tell them how to get in touch with us no i didn't Send that to Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh yeah, sorry, I kinda jumped the
0: gun on that. Uh so yeah. Uh go there, let us know if you know the answer to what Sum means in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And if it's something kooky. Do you, do you have the answer written there? Yeah. hmm oh. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Uh Disney Springs is holding uh a Halloween edition of the annual Passholder Super Saturday Day Day Day. Walt Disney World Annual Pass holders are invited to dress up in their favorite costume or Disney bound for a Halloween themed Super Saturday event at Disney Springs. Remember, kids, don't wear a full face mask. They're not gonna let you into the park. The event begins at nine AM and goes until ten am on saturday october 13th during this hour-long event pass holders can take advantage of exclusive early bird access at select locations throughout disney springs there will be limited time special offers like an hour uh discounts unique merchandise and even trick-or-treating who's got time for all that you've only got an hour shop kids shop spend money Uh, Keep a close eye out as several shops will be offering one-of-a-kind disguises, decor, and candy. Uh, The Disney Corner should be your first stop of the day where you can pick up a trick-or-treat bag that includes your first sweet treat of the day. Nuh-uh. Go get yourself a nice, big tote bag. Mm. That's right. Don't don't go for these little bag crap. Go for a big, heavy-duty bag, kids. Uh, Additional trick-or-treat locations include, uh, and these are straight from Disney, so here we go, The Daily Poutine. Nice. Because, you know, you've got an hour. French fries in a bag. French fries in a bag. Fuel up with a signature Canadian dish. This kiosk will serve as popular breakfast poutine during the event starting at 9 a.m. Available while supplies last. Jeez. Disney's Days of Christmas. Purchase an ornament between 9 and 10 uh, 10 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m. and get a free personalized date handwritten written by a Disney artiste. Plus, don't miss the selection highlighting Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas that's there year-round. Disney mm-hmm. style. Discover on-trend apparel and accessories inspired by beloved Disney attractions and characters including villains. Plus, don't miss the ghostly photo opportunity featuring one of your favorite attractions, The Haunted Mansion. Ever After Jewelry Company and Accessories, you can explore the entire boutique's latest trending accessories, featuring spooky, villain-inspired elements. The Ganachery, you can indulge in sophisticated chocolates made by Disney chocolatiers. Superhero Headquarters, (laughs) because we can't say the word Marvel. That's right. Uh, You can make a way to this, and I'm quoting here, marvel location featuring your favorite marvel superheroes, plus... Scoop up some of your favorite house, house, hero costume tees. My teeth are coming loose. While you're accumulating these sweet surprises at the above locations, there are several pass order exclusive shopping opportunities available at Kate Spade, New York. You can oh. delight in an hour of exclusive pass order access to friends and family sale from 9 a.m. until 10 p.m. Nice. That can't be right. That's got to be from 9 a.m. till 10 a.m. That's a typo because it's a one hour thing. Uh, Keels, you can pick up a complimentary sample when you swing by the shop. Stance, you can take advantage of their uh, 10% off password discount and receive a complimentary stance sticker. Getting on the sticker trend, kids. Next Mm. will be magnets. That's right. Starbucks, you can sample upcoming fall beverage offerings for a small price. Sugarboo Boo and Company, you can get twenty five percent off one full priced item and a complimentary surprise.
1: Surprise.
0: That's right. You buy your you buy your gift and then somebody from behind the counter walks back and goes,
1: Surprise. Surprise you owe us three hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> so go check that out. That's this Saturday, the thirteenth. Ooh! From 9 a.m. until 10 a.m., but you must be a Disney World annual pass holder or have the coast-to-coast thing. Yeah. I guess I'm sure they'll yeah.
1: honor that too. And this is the two hours before.
0: This is one hour. One this hour. This is before, nine to ten. They one hour it.
1: before yeah. they open. Yeah. 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 So get you in, get you out. Yeah. Then bang-ity. they then they bang-ity. have no more use for you. Bingity bangity, bongity, boom, boo all right uh hey john disney tech is going to let you take part in a friends (gasps) vr experience while using your cell phone that kind of
0: friends or no
1: oh somebody that i know exactly so experiences today are all about uh being interactive and most successful games advertise the ability to play with friends around the world hmm VR technology has some difficulties when it comes to interactivity. Though, not everyone has an open room full of expensive equipment to use at a moment's notice. A new patent application by the Disney Enterprise, Inc. aims to solve this problem by letting users without VR headsets take part in someone else's VR adventure. Stalker. Now, I can't... I, I all right. I could see this as like if you're in the park, and you want to show your friends or family, you know, and you know, kind of take them around, almost like a Facebook Live, but you'll get that VR experience. Yeah, I could see that. I could see this uh, being like that. I I, I could see that. Uh, the patent application published uh, today. This was actually a couple of days ago. Titled "Incorporating External Guests." into a virtual reality environment. It's it's Ready Player One, baby. Yeah. Come on, Ready Player One. <laughs> Describes a system where a virtual reality gamer's experience could be influenced by friends playing from their computers, phones, or tablets.
0: Welcome to the Oasis.
1: <laughs> in that regard, this is a quote, in that regard, interacting with one or more other persons in a VR environment is a powerful way to develop an immersive VR experience. Among other things, interactions with other guests are oftentimes richer, more engaging, and less predictable than interactions with a scripted video character. Mm. However, because of the logistic difficulties and the costs associated with implementing room-scale VR with multiple guests, especially remotely located guests, incorporating humans' interactions into a room-scale VR is not feasible for many users. Mm. So, what they're saying is if you have a big room filled with VR and your friends have a big room with VR, that's great, but if you don't have that, how else can you do it? So, oh, I don't know. Exactly. So, creating an immersive VR experience requires some sophisticated tech. Not only must the user see and hear a believable fantasy environment through high end headsets, Location technology must also be able to track their physical movement and body positions so that they can properly interact with said environment. So how would someone using only a tablet be able to take part? Great question. Here we go. Imagine that during your VR adventure, you come upon a mystical creature. A troll, maybe. As you communicate with this said troll, its actions are actually being controlled by a friend, at home, whose augmented voice is what you're hearing. Hello, Tony. How are you? <laughs> or maybe he'll find a magical talking sword. Don't stick me in that person. That would be wrong. But as you swing about, the voice emanating uh, from the blade is really a friend. <laughs> How about a Cinderella style magic mirror? As a patent application image suggests, where the image you are uh, speaking back to, uh, speaking back to you, <laughs> is a video of a player at home taking taking using the recording technology available on just uh, all phones tablets and computers uh, the addition of the interactive component could increase interest in virtual reality gaming on both sides users with the full headset get up directly into the simulated world and players at home would likely get in touch in on the fun uh, and the uh, surprises and the friends experience but as we've already stated, the existence of application does not guarantee the patent's approval, and the approved patent does not guarantee that this technology will ever, 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 ever see the light of day. So, what do you think? Uh, the whole thing about the Cinderella castle, the
0: Cinderella mirror thing is, is uh, we already have that, it's called FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the whole thing about the, if, I, if I'm hanging out with you... Mm -hmm. if you're playing a virtual game and you meet me and i start talking like a troll Mm -hmm. uh it's amazing that they picked the the troll as an example because Mm -hmm. i would troll the crap out of you the whole time i think it's a great idea i think it's a lot uh, much ado about you know emergent technology and that's awesome um Mm. it's just it's just uh we're we're moving closer and closer and closer to a fully immersive virtual reality world. Mm-hmm. We've all seen that movie. It's yeah. called Ready Player 1. So, it's an inevitable inevitability.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As long as internet stays relatively cheap and technology gets to the point where we can all do it. So, mm-hmm. All right. Uh moving on, we have our first look at what directors revealed for Disney Star Wars series The Mandalorian. This means nothing to you, does it? The Mandalorian. Nerd. John Favreau gave Star Wars fans something to look forward to with a recent Instagram post outlining the title and story for the new live-action series set to debut on Disney's upcoming streaming service, Disney Play. Yeah, we think that's the name. Uh, and Disney quickly followed up with a first look at The Mandalorian and a list of episode directors. Located, of course, in the galaxy far, far away, Mandalore has already served as a planet of origin for two, count them, two, iconic Star Wars franchise characters, uh, one and his son, Um, but this series will take, well, no, one and his dad, I should say, Uh, but this series will take place after their adventures. After the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe, the Mandalorian, is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the first order we follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of space far from the authority of the new republic Favaro himself will write an executive producer series uh, with dave filoni uh, kathleen kennedy boo and colin wilson meh, also serving as executive producers uh, Filoni, deeply familiar with the franchise through his work on the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, which if you haven't seen those two things, you are not a Star Wars fan, Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, Filoni will direct the debut episode. Subsequent episodes will be directed by some recognizable names in the industry, such as Jessica Jones, Deborah Chow, uh, dope, dopes, uh, Rick, uh, uh, Famuyiwa. Bryce Dallas Howard is directing one, Woo! Soulmates, and Taika Waititi, Thor Ragnarok. I'm sure that's going to be a very serious episode. Wow! Production on the series has already begun.
1: Can't stop it now.
0: Disney streaming service is set to launch in 2019, and uh, I'm already saving up for it. I cannot wait.
1: I'm hoping they show us uh, some of this at Destination D in November. I I hope they do as well. I I'm thinking that they're probably not. Give us one month free or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh,
0: D23 is in November. July, November, November, November. No, D23.
1: Oh yeah, that's in August.
0: August. Mm. That would probably be a good weekend to flip the switch on it. Mm. Everybody gets a free month. That's in the crowd. Yeah. That'd be awesome. be A yeah. little late in the year for me, but I'd love it. What the heck? Yeah. I'm ready for it.
1: All right, uh, some pricing and a sneak peek at some menu details for the new Artist Point Character Dinner storybook has now uh, been revealed. Uh, Reservations are open, and I will tell you, good luck. (laughs) Because I tried (laughs) all the way to, like, the end of January, and they're booked solid. So, uh, yeah, good luck. So guests looking to enjoy a meal in the Enchanted Forest setting. We'll be delighted to know that reservations for storybook dining at Arts Point are open. Disney's Wilderness Lodge invites guests to venture into the magical forest, a like environment with that is inspired by Walt Disney's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. The rustic decor, and and from what I heard from the manager, is they're not changing anything inside the restaurant. (laughs) The rustic decor throughout the Lodge will bring this new experience to life along with iconic music. As we reported, when this experience was announced, guests will be visiting Snow White along with a few of her forest-dwelling friends. Guests may even have an evil encounter with the Queen. Dun, dun, dun! So, there will be seasonal themed menus combining classic dishes with playful presentations the fairy tale experience will begin with a variety of shared appetizers now this is a fixed price menu so keep that in mind too so you get an appetizer an entree and a dessert so the appetizers are a hunter's pie with a chicken black truffle and stone fruit preserve Mm. then you have the winter squash bisque with a caramel aioli and granola served in a black cauldron. Wicked shrimp cocktail with soy, miso, <laughs> avocado, Thai chili, and greens from the garden. Uh, what kind
0: of uh, soup would you like? That? I'd like some of that wicked shrimp cocktail over there. Yeah. Uh, car park. I'd like some wicked shrimp cocktail. Yeah.
1: <laughs> then you'll have an assortment of fruits, vegetables, cheeses, and create your own honey butter.
0: You can create your own honey butter? I guess so. Woo, yeah. How hard is that? I I do that at Bob Evans. I I get the honey and I get the butter, mix them together.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Some main entrees will include a Royal Prime Rib Roast with horseradish, mashed potatoes, hay-smoked carrots. Hey. (laughs) Pop over and, and there's you. Uh, The Magic Mirror slow braised veal shank with mashed celery root, wilted greens, and an au jus. Uh, Those guests looking for a seafood option are invited to try the seafood stew with shrimp, bay scallops, mussels, tomato, and fennel. I think that's what I would have. Mm -hmm. Next up, Grumpy's Grub is on the menu for the little kids. And they're always grumpy. Their kids entrees includes a princess pasta with your choice of red sauce or cheese sauce, a vegetarian steam bun with crisp shiitake, hoisin pickles and cilantro, <laughs> or a kitty royal prime rib roast and grilled chicken. And grilled chicken, a prime rib roast, is not enough. Both served with roasted potatoes and broccolini.
0: Kids love that.
1: That's right. And for the desserts, you have the Miner's Treasure, made up of sponge cake, chocolate gems, and buttercream icing. Then you have the Fairy Tale Gooseberry, pie with meringue. Then you have the obvious poison apple, consisting of white chocolate apple mousse with a sour center. See what they did there? Yeah. Last but not least, the hunter's gift to the queen might be the thing that cracked the, the map, crackled the maple popcorn and ganache hearts. That okay. sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah, it does.
0: Yeah, this is where Disney's spending all their money on uh, on creativity. Yeah. It's coming up with
1: names. names for their menu items. I wasn't going to say what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, Storybook Dining at Orange Point begins on December 16th. Pricing is $55 for adults, 33 for the kiddies. Tax and gratuity not included. One table service entitlement will be redeemed per guest for those using the Disney Dining Plan when dining at the Storybook Dining with Snow White and Orange Point. Each guest will receive one of each appetizer entree and one of each dessert as well as the choice of a non-alcoholic fountain beverage. Alcoholic and non-alcoholic especially beverages are included. All menu items are subject to change at any time. Call, obviously, 407-WDW-Diner, or try to do it online. Right,
0: to the My Disney Experience app. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of good-looking
1: stuff. The pictures looked amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about it. So I think I want to go to Artist Point one more time before right. they shutter their doors and flip this. Flip it into this concoction. It's yeah. Crazy, because I I think I'd like to go back for the bison. Yeah, bison loin or yeah cedar plank salmon. Or... I'm not. I feel yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to see if we get reservations. All right, uh, for our last story
0: tonight, I needs a little bit of help. Hang on a second. You ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go.
1: <laughs> the Hawaiian roller coaster.
0: Good thing we're not on YouTube right now. <laughs>
1: Hang on. I think Facebook also dings, too. Probably a little bit, but they'll live. All right,
0: guys. I can't believe it's actually happening, but apparently they're doing a live action Lilo and Stitch remake.
1: So who's playing Stitch?
0: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Uh, so, the Hollywood Reporter learned that Disney is planning a live-action remake of the 202, 202, 2002 action, animated feature Lilo and Stitch. Nice. Okay? The film is expected to be a, a live-action slash computer-generation hybrid and is being produced by Dan Lynn and Jonathan Eirich, uh, who also is producing the live-action remake of Aladdin. So, fingers <laughs> crossed for Aladdin, kids, because if Aladdin sucks... So is this. So is this one. Uh, Mike Van Waze the crooked man in Not in Kansas, whose resume leans towards the horror genre, has been hired to write the script. Oh, great.
1: So uh, they're going to make this a horror movie?
0: Yeah. <laughs> there is no timeline for the Lilo and Stitch remake. It is not known if the film is set for theatrical release or meant for the new streaming service. Oh, God. The live-action Aladdin, though, is set to hit theaters on May 24th. 2019. Let me ask you a question. We've got like a couple minutes here before Mm -hmm. we have to launch into the next show. Let me ask you a question. How would you feel if they said we're going to do a live-action No Toy Story movie?
1: You can't. Toys are not real people.
0: Well, you could do a a live-action CGI kind of Toy Story. I mean, it's already CGI, but
1: you know what I'm saying. I don't. Yeah, I would. I would find it very hard to believe. Alright. So what if like Lilo is real right. and Stitch is still animated ish. Just just like uh, Mary Poppins and Pete's Dragon. Yeah. Do the same exact thing. Yeah. Uh, what And the other question that, you know, we've said this a thousand times is why are they trying to make live actions out of every animated film in their library especially animated features that weren't super successful
0: on the front end yeah
1: that's the thing that's me. are we gonna see like a big brother bear uh oh live yeah action? that'd be
0: great when they hit brother bear you know they're <laughs> they're getting the drags but i mean peach dragon was a stretch and peach i watched peach dragon the new one mm. did not like it because it it wasn't necessarily true to the, the original yeah and it just i didn't like it i did not i did not like it and i did not Sorry, it was this Pepsi can. Um, Lilo and Stitch, everybody that watches this show for any period of time knows that Stitch is my character. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little concerned. I was less concerned with like the, you know, the Maleficent thing because Mm -hmm. I mean, they were doing a different spin on it. Right. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. And
1: they're doing a sequel to it.
0: Yeah. Beauty and the Beast was like a shot for shot, almost remake, except for a couple extra storyline.
1: Jungle Book was a twist. little
0: wonky. Jungle Book was a little wonky, but still, it was a great story because mm. I trust John Favreau. I don't trust these guys. Mm. I do not trust them. No, I do not. I did not throw this Pepsi bottle. You okay. know
1: what I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I did not hit there. I did not. I did not. Who do you want to, Who, if you were to have a director, who would you pick as a director for
0: for this me, a movie? Honestly? Yeah. I'd bring the original guys back. Mm but they can't cause...
1: clemens and no, no who, who it's uh that?
0: the guys that did the original movie were chris Saunders and his production partner who went over and did um uh, the dragon how to train, train a dragon oh. then they had a falling out and then mm. the one guy went off and kept doing the dragon thing chris saunders mm. went and did his own thing mm. chris saunders has been the voice of stitch forever today i would like for them to come back and do it personally if not i wouldn't mind somebody like um I wouldn't mind... Spielberg? No, 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 no. I wouldn't mind a Favreau... Lasseter. No, but you know who would really do a great job of this? I'm going to floor you when I say Uh it. Uh-oh. Tim Burton. Stop. Think about this. Tim Burton gets the characters that aren't normal. And Lilo is not normal. Stitch is not normal. That interaction... It's kind of like Frankenweenie. Frankenweenie was a weird movie. Yes. But it worked. It worked because of, of the way that the kid cared for his dog. Uh, so this would be Helen
1: Bonham Carter and Johnny Depp?
0: God, I hope not. That's uh, who he
1: puts in all his movies. He's not
0: putting them in the Dumbo movie, is he?
1: Yes, I think they're both in there.
0: No. Yes. Oh, I, well, I don't know if Depp
1: is, but I know Helen uh, Bonham
0: Carter. She's playing the voice of the mother. Yeah, something like that. Or the mama elephant. Yeah. Jumbo, whatever. I I think Favreau would do a good job. Right. I'm not so sure about Dan Lin and, and Jonathan iraq i'd have to look him up i'm a little concerned about the guy who writes horror movies doing this but then again the first part of lilo and stitch could be very scary Mm -hmm. until he finally becomes you know my name's stitch you know do i have to go on this ship you know Mm. so i'm anxious but maybe it'll just be for the streaming service and if it's not great it's not great yeah yeah what are your (laughs) thoughts what do you think leave us a comment in the section below or you can shoot us an email, DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. Anything else you want to add? No. All right, my friends. Uh, come find us Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Disney Parks Podcast, or Disney Podcaster on Twitter. But definitely come find us over at Disney Parks Podcast at, I'm sorry, DisneyParksPodcast.com, where you see all of our show archives as well as our blog posts and links to our amazing sponsors like Dreams by Design Travel com and if we don't have links already set up for the specials that they've got going on we'll certainly make sure that happens if we can do that uh, otherwise my friends if we don't see you online we will see you in, in the, the parks.
1: parks
0: the Disney Parks podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company all Disney Parks attractions lands shows event names etc are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company
1: Like a boat out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through